Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host, from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. It's kind of unfortunate timing this week, because the biggest story coming up is the Super Show Independence Brawl. Now, I don't know if it's spelled Independence instead of Independence because they're trying to, you know, play on the GM referring to a lot of these as the dance, or if it's just a misspelling. But it's the Independence Brawl. Most people, from what I understand, are going to be listening to this probably Tuesday, at which point all of the results from Monday night will be known. So we're a little bit behind in that. But let's go ahead and run down the Independence Brawl match card, talk about it a little bit. That's going to be the lead story. We're just going to go from the top of the card down. So we're going to kick things off talking about the World Heavyweight Championship of the Legendary Fighting Federation. John Polverino, Press 1P, is facing his newest challenger, Candyman Dan. There is going to be a stipulation on this match announced on Talk of the Universe the previous Wednesday. As I'm recording this, it is July 4th, 2021. It's going to be a steel chain match. I don't know how much that's going to affect things for those of you who aren't familiar with the steel chain stipulation. The stipulation is at the start of the match, both players search their deck for a card with steel chain in the name, add it to their hand. When either player draws two or more cards, the other player draws two cards. When either player buries two or more cards, the other player buries two cards. Now this is drawing or burying two or more. If you draw one and then draw one afterwards, it does not trigger. If you bury one and then bury one afterwards, it does not trigger. The effect must make you bury at least two or draw at least two for the kickoff. I don't think this is going to be too damaging for John Polverino. The John Press 1P competitor that he uses, I don't believe is going to be affected too much by this stipulation. So I think he's going to have a pretty good shot at defending, I would not be at all surprised if John Polverino walks away once again with the World Heavyweight Championship. The competitor card has a strong gimmick and a good stat line that takes advantage of that gimmick, and the stipulation is not going to affect him that much. Candyman Dan's going to have a challenge ahead of him to try to unseat Mr. Polverino and become the new. World Heavyweight Champion. I feel like it's pretty close to call, but the belt's good. I'm going to give the edge here to John Pulverino. I'm not going to necessarily give who I think will win in all these matches, but here I think Pulverino is still the favorite. Next, the Trios Championship. Yasmin is going to attempt to defend her title for the first time against the Italian Mambata, Chris Pagillo. 
As many of you may be aware, the current champion, Yasmin, got her shot at the previous champion as a result of a pick by the Italian Mbada by Chris Pagillo. As a result of her becoming champion as his pick, he is the first contender for the belt. We will see what happens here. The line, who is the competitor that Yasmin will be using, another very strong gimmick with the line. There's a reason that Yasmin was able to defeat Mallory the Destroyer, who had a strong gimmick herself with the My Girls trio. I'm going to again have to give the edge to Yasmin. The line is a really strong, strong trios competitor. The third match on the card is for the Underworld Championship. The current champion, Peppy Pepper, will be facing off against Jacob Maynard. Now, and I'm a little bit behind on this because I missed this. Last week, Kirk Polka challenged Hold the Line Harry for the Deep South Championship. I'll give you the results on that later in the show. But prior to the match taking place, he had to choose whether he would take the deal that the GM gave him or put the deal on the line in the match with Hold the Line Harry. He chose to take the deal from the GM. That deal was Jacob Maynard becomes the contender at Independence Brawl for the Underworld Championship using Scott Prime, the new Scott Prime. If he wins, then Kirk Polka becomes the first challenger for Jacob Maynard as the new champion. This is going to be a Psycho Circus stipulation. Psycho Circus, two parts to the stipulation. The first is each player gets to, before the match begins, search their deck for three cards, put those three cards on top of your deck, and then, of course, you draw them as your starting hand. So you effectively get to pick your starting hand. The second part is that the crowd meter is considered plus two for card effects. What does that mean? It means if I have a card that says this card is, say, a stop at crowd meter two, when it gets to crowd meter one, we are considered to be at crowd meter three for card effects, so that stop becomes live. Cards that are, say, this is a finish at crowd meter four, when you hit crowd meter two, that card is now a finish because even though it's only crowd meter two, it's considered a crowd meter four for card effects. That's Psycho Circus. I really don't know how to call this one. Scott Prime is really good. Jacob Maynard is a seasoned veteran, probably the most seasoned veteran to never have won a championship. This is definitely going to be a huge challenge for Peppy Pepper. We will see if Peppy Pepper retains Monday night. The fourth match on the card, the Tornado Tag Team Championship. Chris Pate will be defending against the Grump Danny Thunder. This is the first of two championship matches. For the Grump, Monday night, July 5th. Again, tough one. Chris Pate is the champion with Michigan's most dangerous alliance. One of the toughest tornado tag teams in the game. We'll just have to see what happens. It's too close to call. Kind of want to give the edge to Pate just because Dangerous Alliance is so good. But we'll just have to see. 
the next matchup on the card. Match number five is the other championship shot for the Grump. As a result of winning the General Manager's Hybrid Tournament, he and Colin Simon, higher impact as they're known, will be challenging the current champions, veterans, show wrestling, the Phoenix Evie Fresh, and the enforcer, Larry Beadnell. This is their first time being challenged as champions. I'm not going to predict this one. We'll just have to wait and see. It's going to be a good match. All four great players. I think all of them, with the exception of Colin Simon, has held LFF gold. Again, another great player who's never held LFF gold. Anxious to see what happens there. Two more matches on the card. The penultimate match, to use that term. The Hardcore Championship. Eddie Fury, the current Hardcore Champion, will take on Big Match Pete in a tables match. Of course, all the Hardcore matches have to be competed under no disqualification stipulations. This one is tables. Big Match Pete had a chance to give up this shot for a potential shot at the United States Championship. He elected to not do that. So he's facing Eddie Fury. Interesting clash in styles. Eddie Fury, I believe, is playing Eddie Fury, which gets stronger the longer the match goes on. Big Match Pete, I believe, is playing Big Match Pete, which is really good at the start of the match. Gets a jump start. This is going to be an interesting matchup. We'll see if Big Match Pete can get it done or if Eddie Fury will continue to be the hardcore champion. The final match on the card, which will probably be the opening match that night. Usually the way it goes, the top of the card is the main event, the final match, the match at the bottom of the card is the opening match. Then again, it is the Independence Day Brawl, and the final match on the card is for the United States Championship, so maybe it'll get featured. We don't know. The match order, as will actually happen on July 5th, is unknown. But the final match in the card, we see the Harm City hitman, Andrew Mechie, defending against Andrew Treving, the SRG jogger. Again, I can't call this match, but I'm ready to see what happens. I'm anxious for it. And I'll have those results for you next week, either at the top of the show or close to it, depending on the news that week. One championship that isn't getting defended this week is the Triad Championship. There's just too many matches on the card. The scheduling didn't work out. But they announced six people to face off in two Triad matches to determine the two contenders for Jeremy Steigerwald and the Triad Championship. Those matches were the Cheetah Ian Chambers versus the Beast Michael Kerr and Shane Strickland and Lucky Cat Nico versus TJ Marconi versus the corrugated cardboard villain Kylan Bookton. I only have partial information on this. I can tell you that in the first match, Shane Strickland won. I don't have any details about that match. The second match I have 
Lucky Cat Nico used KD Kitty. TJ Marconi used Public Enemy Number One. And Kylan Bookter used Liger. And at crowd meter one, coming immediately off a kickout, wins hitting a finish against Lucky Cat Nico. It was crazy. TJ Marconi hits a finish, rolls an 11. Kylan has to get the save roll from Lucky Cat Nico. He does. And then he immediately plays a finish on Lucky Cat Nico and wins the whole thing. Wild. Wild finish to that match. I expect we will see the LFF Triad Championship defended soon. Maybe as early as next week. I don't know. But look for that match to happen. And while we're talking about championship matches, let's go ahead and talk about the Deep South Championship and the LFF Tri-State Championship. Both have been defended recently. The first, the Deep South Championship I touched on earlier. I missed that the first time around. But Hold the Line Harry as Mila Mai defended against the phenomenal one, Kirk Polka, as the phenomenal one. This was a no disqualification, no count out match. Very tough match. Watched it, could have gone either way. In the end, the winner, crowd meter three, hold the line Harry. He's still the Deep South champion. Now, the GM, Chibi, has promised that hold the line Harry will not walk out of the next match as champion. So what does the general manager have in store? I don't know. But very intriguing things going on with the Deep South Championship. The other belt defended the LFF Tri-State. Joseph Ritchie, the champion with Ra Ra Perry, was forced to defend his championship in a triad match. He had to face both Loudmouth Leo Larynx as the Oracle and the face Mark Sylvia as the phenomenal one. The phenomenal one being used in both regional championships. It's a New York Rules match because all LFF Tri-State matches are New York Rules matches. So they start at crowd meter one. No disqualification, no countout. The winner here, former hardcore champion, the face Mark Sylvia. Congratulations to him. I believe this is his first time as the Tri-State champion. And with that, we're going to wrap up championship news. The other big non-championship news from this week. New signees. SRG Universe has announced they are working with the wrestlers formerly known as Tyler Breeze and Fandango to be Deputy Dango and Officer Breezes. I'm not sure if they're going to be called the Fashion Popos, the Fashion Fighters, the Fashion Files. I was not sure what the name is. They threw out a couple different options, and I couldn't quite make out everything Steve said. But those competitors are coming, I believe both as singles and as a tornado tag. Officer Breezus will, I believe, have the Prince of Fashion logo on his competitor card, so he'll be able to use Prince of Fashion finishers with him. Everything is still sort of in flux as far as what there's going to be, but they are working with them to name the tag team finishers. So look for Breezus 
and Dango at some point in the future. Newest signings to the Legendary Fighting Federation. The final bit of news that I'm going to cover before I get into the past week tournaments, although there is one thing I'm going to comment on before that. The final news is Faction Wars 3 is going to happen starting in August. As of right now, if you're interested in being a captain, you can throw your name in the hat, send an email to John Clace at srguniverse.com, let him know you want to be a captain. It's going to be up to you to determine who you are going to have on your team to recruit your teammates. It will be at least six to a team. It's going to be similar to last year. Last year there was a draft. Each team drafted six different competitors. Each competitor had to have a unique 10 skill, meaning you had to have one competitor on your team with a power skill of 10, one with a technique of 10, agility of 10, strike of 10, submission of 10, grapple of 10. You could not duplicate those. This year, it's probably going to be the same, but it looks like you're going to be drafting a tornado tag team and a trios team as well. Now, does that mean there's going to be eight players on the team? We don't know. Some of the ideas that were thrown out were potential alternates, replacements. It's kind of up in the air right now. The general manager did open up his email for any sort of suggestions or feedback you might want to give about Faction Wars. So if you have something you want to say to the general manager about Faction Wars, email John Clace at srguniverse.com and let him know. As of right now, that's all we know about Faction Wars in August. But since we're talking about August, there are quite a few events that are going to take place in August. Let me run those down. One of those, actually two of those, I've talked about before. The third is going to be new. I'll start off August 14th, Pixel Palace Pandemonium Part 2. This is a creative competitor tournament going to be held at Pixel Palace Games in Columbus, Ohio. August 14th, you can go to the SRG Super Show Discussion Group page on Facebook. Under the event section are all of the relevant details, the dollar amount, the link to sign up, any competitors on the ban list, if you'll need a character sheet. All of those things are currently listed on that tab. Next, we have taking place at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey, Super Show August Rush. August 21st, it's going to be a sealed payoff pack event. All the details are on the same place on Facebook. The third and newest event is actually taking place before these two. August 7th, Battle for Lake Erie. This is going to be in Erie, Pennsylvania at GameCore. 2920 Buffalo Road, Erie, Pennsylvania. 16510. I don't know why you need the zip code, but I'll give you the information here since this is the first time reporting on this. Noon start time, $15 cost. There's no option to pay online here, so I believe you're going to be paying in person. There's going to be a top cut and it'll be based on attendance, but 
Looks like the first round is listed as tables matches, quarterfinals as ladders, semifinals as steel chain matches, and the main event of the tournament will be under the main event stipulation. This is going to be a create a card tournament. Those are the three tournaments going back to back to back in August 7th, 14th, 21st. Those are the next big three tournaments for the Super Show. In-person play, heavy this August. And since I'm talking about things listed under the event tab, I might as well talk about the SRG1 Climax. The G1 Climax is a tournament they run as part of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ian Chambers is currently hosting a free event. Based on that, you have to run all independent competitors. They're currently in the opening rounds of that in the group stage. And then there will be a cut, I believe, to a top 20 is the ideal. I don't have any more information for you than that. It's too late to sign up. The event is ongoing. Again, there's about a week left in it. Now I think it's time to talk about the past online tournaments from this week. Before I get to that, though, I want to mention this. I mentioned it two weeks ago. Thought about mentioning it last week. Decided not to. I'm going to talk about it here. We are currently in the third place round for the 2020 CCC. The memes dealer, Sean Loeb, and Lil G are battling it out. Gary Schneider battling it out for third place. And when I say battling it out, I mean that extremely loosely. So far, I have seen one post from the memes dealer regarding this round. Nothing from Lil G. I am extremely disappointed in the lack of participation from all four top four competitors in this year's CCC. The semifinal round did not measure up anywhere close to the previous years. And the third place, which I believe is new, is just not cutting it for me. I can't expect anything, but I would really have liked to have seen a much, much greater effort from the participants, especially considering all the people who would love to be in that spot. Very disappointed. I'm hoping they finish strong. I don't know when the third place round is going to end. Hopefully sooner rather than later if this is what they're doing in the third place round. Maybe they're going to turn it around, but right now, very disappointed with what's been going on the CCC in these final rounds. Now let's talk about the tournaments from this past week. Sunday night, we had a pop-up event. I know on last week's show, I said we didn't. At the time I was recording, none was listed. It was only when I finished recording and editing that I saw that there had been an event. I don't have a lot of information about the event. Let me give you the results I do have. In third place, James Sweeney, Jersey James Sweeney, a.k.a. Vicious Dick Vandal, who I'm hoping is going to put on a great show, along with the dweeb Stephen Lyons, in the finals of the CCC. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping they do the game proud, come out swinging in the finals. 
second place. South Bell. South Bell, Boss Bell, Jen Briggs, however you know her, has come back to online play recently, has come back and been doing very well. A lot of top showings since she's been back. The winner here, the Beast Michael Kerr. That was Sunday night's pop-up event. Monday night, proving ground. This was the one hand tied behind your back stipulation. You had some drawing restrictions, card play restrictions. I'm not going to go into depth on that, but the top four in this were in fourth place, another player who's just come back, Ray Garcia using the Mad One. In third place, Monday night's challenger for the Trios Championship, Chris Pagillo using Mombata. The finals of this tournament saw the Grump Danny Thunder using the SRG Boss, the second version of the SRG Boss, take on Robert Dowdy, pride from the 2020 CCC, using Bobby Ohio. The winner here, Robert Dowdy with Bobby Ohio. Not a name you see a lot. So very happy to see some new blood going all the way to the top in the Proving Ground Monday night. There is no Proving Ground tournament July 5th because of the Independence Brawl. The week after, though, July 12th, Liger's Den matches all throughout that Proving Ground. Thursday night, the Norseman Brian Sutton hosted another Thursday night Raw. A group stage and then a cut to a top eight. Steel cage matches in the quarterfinal round. Psycho Circus matches in the semifinal round. And then the finals as well as the third place match were conducted using the Beast Unchained stipulation. In fourth place with the one above all. Chris Pagillo, the Italian Bombata, with two top four finishes this week. Third place, using the new Tetsuya Naito, I believe I pronounced that correctly, Jokerfish. The finalists were a preview, perhaps, of the LFF Tornado Tag Team Championship, Chris Pate with Big Bad Bobby D., and the Grump Danny Thunder with Big Match Pete. The winner here, Chris Pate with Big Bad Bobby D. Will Chris Pate be able to repeat this performance tomorrow? Or will the Grump get one back? We'll have to see. But that was the Thursday Night Brawl from the Norsemen. Finally, last night, Saturday night, there was a pop-up event hosted by the SRG Boss. Again, I don't have a ton of results on that, only partial, but here's what I have. The top four in the pop-up tournament were, in fourth place, using Boy Howdy, Jokerfish. Back-to-back top four finishes for the Jokerfish as well. In third place, using King Kong Dundee, the creator of King Kong Dundee, Bob Dunn. The finalists were the current LFF Triad champion, Jeremy Steigerwald using Lady Outlaw, 
And once again, the grump Danny Thunder using his former tag team partner, Loudmouth Leo Larynx. The winner here, the grump Danny Thunder. So the grump with two back-to-back finals appearances and two matches on the card for July 5th Independence Brawl. And that is going to do it for all the tournaments from this week. As of right now, there's nothing posted on Supershowthegame.com for next week. Like I said, there's not going to be a proving ground because of the match card July 5th. Dojo, almost certainly going to happen. Look for something possibly Thursday, possibly Saturday. You know, could be pop-ups, could be things posted later this week. We'll just have to see. As of right now, nothing is posted. There is a sale on Supershowthegame.com, the 1776 sale. There's currently an alternate art edition of Alexander Slamilton. It's on sale right now for $17.76. But if you buy at least $17.76 worth of merchandise, so $17.76 or more on top of the special edition alternate art card, and you use the code AMERICA when you check out, that card will be free. There will be no charge for the special edition Alexander Slamilton card. Also looks like all of the cards with America in the name are currently half off. Includes things like All-American Suplex, All-American Hold, American Air Assault. The original edition of Alexander Slamilton is on sale for $7.50. The original True American Guy, Gregory Patrick Scott, is on sale for $7.50. There's only four left in stock on that as I'm recording this, so if you need them, $7.50 is a really good price. So I encourage you, if you hear this Monday, I'm assuming the sale will still be going on Monday because it's, you know, when the July 4th holiday is observed for a lot of places. I haven't seen anything saying it's going off sale today. So if you hear this, you want to get some of those cards, you want to get some of those competitor sets, you can pick up the two competitor sets that are half off, throw in one of those cards that's half off, throw in the uh, all art Alexander Slamilton, use that promo code America, you'll get that alt art card for free. But other than that little sales pitch for supershowthegame.com, again, buy if you want to buy, but some good deals up right now. Outside of that, that's going to do it for this week's show. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.